the import rule is coming into question for the LCS and it can have some major ramifications. I'm Mitch Reams and this is the Esports Minute from Esports Network. For people unfamiliar with the import rule, right now North American teams who compete in the LCS are only allowed to have two non-North American residents on their roster. That rule is created with the goal of building up more North American talent so that teams weren't immediately filled with top players from other regions, most notably Korea and China. But as the last few years at League of Legends Worlds have shown, the LCS is falling even further behind the LCK and LPL and LEC. Besides Cloud9's miracle run to the semifinals three years ago, no LCS team has found much success on the international stage in League of Legends competition. Last year, all three LCS teams were eliminated in the group stage. That included the top seed from the LCS, TSM, who went 0-6 in its group, one of only two teams to not win a game in the group stage. According to reporting from Travis Gafford this past week, none of the 10 teams in the LCS voiced support for keeping the limit on imports. Some wanted Riot to relax the restrictions, allowing for three or even four non-resident players on each team, but others, like Cloud9 boss Jack Etienne, wanted the rule removed entirely. It's a tough situation. On one hand, the LCS is seeing a lot of money invested into its teams by both organizations and by brand partners, so not having wins on the world stage makes it harder to justify those investments. But on the other hand, North American League is already lagging behind the other major regions when it comes to talent development. Removing the import rule would be a huge blow to aspiring North American pros. With LCS teams having big backers, there is likely also concern from teams in Europe, China, and Korea that they might suddenly see a lot more competition on the contract front. Not to mention all the teams with talented players that are in other regions like Turkey, Brazil, Russia, etc. For now, it's hard for players to come over from Korea or China because they know that there's almost certainly going to be a language barrier with them and their other three non-import teammates. So, being able to play with a team full of players from their region would be a lot better. If teams could offer bigger salaries and they could bring over a full five from the same country or who speak the same native language, that would be an easier sell for those players when it comes to poaching talent. Then there's also the LEC to think about. Europe has been quite successful on the world stage. At least Fnatic and G2 have established themselves among the best teams in the world with consistent results year over year. G2 Esports founder Carlos Rodriguez tweeted out today his take. First off, he says that the LEC and LCS generally follow the same rule set wherever possible, and that changes to either league should be mutually agreed upon. But then he also offered up an interesting alternative, merge the leagues. While the rivalry between the LEC and LCS is pretty cool, LEC is taking it far and away. Merging the leagues would actually be so dope, I'm hereby into it as an idea. I have no idea if it's actually on the table, but Carlos is one of the most influential figures when it comes to global League of Legends, and if he's putting it out there, Riot has to at least be listening. That's all for this episode of the Esports Minute. Today on the Esports Network podcast over the weekend, I talked with Aaron Fletcher. He's a longtime esports veteran and now the CEO of Repeat.gg. We mainly talk about the history of esports and how lessons from its past continue to guide its future. Then on the College Esports Quick Take, I talk with Dr. Seth Jenny. The professor recently helped author a paper where he makes the argument that esports is actually drastically undervalued because of the designation of what esports is. It gets to that core question of does esports stop at the top leagues or does it continue into ranked play? If that's esports, is all of Riot's revenue then esports revenue? I've actually come around to this way of thinking and you can hear why on that show. As always, I'll be back on Monday with the top esports story of the day in just a few minutes.